welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is Phil Ranta, the Sports Outsider. Happy 2012, America. Okay. Hey, Phil. Yeah. Please tell me you got a resolution. I do have a resolution. 2012. My resolution is to stop drinking so much milk. Okay. Because really the dairy is not good for you like we thought in the 80s. New studies have shown out that there's hormones in it. I actually switched no, to soy Phil, milk. Phil, I can't we were hoping that we were much, hoping that you were going to be watching more sports this I year. I could not be more disappointed and what? contributing to the sports podcast. Yeah, we thought you would actually. There's a lot of bowl games too in the new year, and I was hoping that you would maybe watch some of no, them. No, I didn't catch any of, of those. Uh, there was actually I was at a bar again the other day, and there was a game going on in the background. Um, I heard it went into overtime. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. And and I'd love to fill you in. Yes. But there's a format change. I know. No more oh, news, yeah. news, news, right? Because people found it boring, boring, boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're not filling you in. There's right, no more yeah. news, news, news. Yeah, we're just going to zip through it now, and we're going to get to the meat, to the funny stuff, right? I'll tell yeah. you where the meat is. All right. Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. There it is. I'd like to gnaw on that T-bone. Oh. T-bone! OT victory, 29-23, highest QB rating. John Elway played for the Broncos. I know. Highest QB rating in Broncos postseason history. Highest uh, passing totals to date for Tim Tebow. He wins the game. A a beleaguered, injury depleted Steelers walked off the field in shame. The crowd is going nuts. Tebow thanks Jesus and stuff. Question. I think I remember this from an earlier podcast, but I may be wrong. Isn't Steelers the one that has the rapist as the quarterback? Uh, not convicted. Okay, but Tebow's <laughs> also known as like the super Christian, right? Yeah. So it was well, like super everything. Really, it was like the super Christian versus the rapist. They weren't billing it as that. They should have. Well, this one was on CBS. If it was on Fox, oh yeah, yeah, I the children aesthetic. All I'm gonna have to say is I feel like. This entire football season has been like uh, you're in class with uh, with one of the special kids in high school. And it's a math class. And every time they post the test results, he keeps getting the best score. And you're going, how? How? That entire metaphor crayons. felt like I was in math class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. That but- metaphor <laughs> felt like I was in an eternity. <laughs> Okay, but there's other sports news. We've got a BCS okay. National Championship game that happened recently. Ooh. I didn't see it. I caught the score. Uh, 21 nothing. So Alabama three, wins 21 nothing. They beat the Ivy League points? team then. No, that, that no, prediction. sorry, Phil. Yeah, that didn't happen? That, that no. didn't happen. Well, the Ivy League is going to build a super robot of some sort who's going to play next year, and they're going to take the crown. That is another bold prediction crowns, right? from Phil Ranta. That's the valiant prophecy for this week. I want, to, I want to start doing a narrative of my actions since people can't see it. I'm patting Phil on the head and <laughs> shaking mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like my parents did. Yeah, there you go. They won 21 to nothing. Yeah. You'd think. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns and three extra points, obviously. How, what else would it be? No. Five field goals. Jesus Christ. A touchdown missed extra point. He hit five field goals and then missed an extra point? He had five of seven field goals. <laughs> he attempted eight kicks over the course of the game? Yes. Wow. If you're not far ahead, screw the extra point. Go home. Yeah. Just dump the Gatorade over your own head and walk off the field. <laughs> it's the equivalent of a stand-up comedian dropping the mic on the stage and walking off when they're feeling cocky. Would be a pretty badass way to chuck Gatorade on yourself. That would be pretty sweet if you were a player just... Dump the Gatorade on yourself right. and walk off the field. Especially if you hated the coach. Like, you don't deserve this Gatorade. <laughs> this Gatorade's for me. Well, I'll tell you what. What's interesting about that is we actually have post-game audio in the Alabama locker room. Oh, awesome. I remember setting up that mic. The I National Championship locker room. Yes, that the, day. the 
astoundingly underused series of microphones and recording devices we have. Yeah, I've got millions of microphones in every relevant sports place all over America. You'd think we'd use that more. No. Well, well, no. Because we're using it twice this episode. Oh, really? really? So we have the post game from, from Alabama. Post game from Alabama, yeah. and actually, right now, the Miami Heat just finished a game against an opponent. Oh, yeah, oh. they won. Oh, they're now eight and one. They have the best record in the NBA, and mm. LeBron James is giving a press conference after the game. These usually last like a half an hour when it's him, mm-hmm. and so we'll have live cut-ins to LeBron James. He's probably talking oh, a lot wow. of shit, right? About how I mean, you know, brash out there. Miami Heat's going to be awesome this year. That sort of stuff. No, actually, that's what's different about this year. No huh. lasers. No oh. lasers. No light show. No light oh. show. LeBron said before the season, this season's different. No distractions. No circus. Just basketball. Right? America says, yeah. snooze fest. I want yeah. the lasers. We're actually going to talk to our resident sports medicine expert. And, oh, and, and, the doc! Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm terrible at pronouncing his name. Dr. Otto von... Machtbuchen? Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Otto von Machtbuchen. Yeah. Buki, as yeah. we call him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is here. He is in Wait, the studio today. Wait, you call him today. Buki? I call him Maki. Maki Buki? Oh, this is awkward. Yeah. Uh-oh. This just got awkward. Either way, great guy. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Yeah. That should be interesting. He fixed my ACL problem. I tore an ACL playing Skyrim the other week. Oh, that must have, that must have really it hurt. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Too much, too many Elder Scrolls games. and You tear that ACL. Hey, uh, but it's 2012. Is weird sports coming back? Oh, oh, yes. Why don't I answer that? You better believe this weird <laughs> sports coming back. I just With stumbled over a that. vengeance. Yes. People say this year is even weirder. Yes, and actually, I don't this think weird that's sports. Possible. That no. seems like it's yeah weirder than last. We had some weird sports last year, guys. Right, but things are going to get, as they say in some communities, cray cray. Wow. Yeah. That is. Real talk. We're real. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. But yeah, this is actually weird sports that uh, a lot of people have uh, emailed in about. So they want this one to happen. I've gotten upwards of two emails asking for this oh, wow. sport to be. So I'm giving, giving back to the fans. Well, and, and speaking of fans, yeah, Joel, you're an, uh, an avid fan of NPR, right? I love NPR my entire life. I've been listening to NPR. I was raised on it. My parents didn't actually know how to change the station on their brand new radio for the first five years they owned it. Joel that, actually that is sad and ignorant, <laughs> but but we actually have a co-production with them. Oh, that's fantastic! This is oh, super oh. exciting. That, that, well, NPR is not super exciting, so I don't see how this could be. Hey, Phil. No, we'll have to be twice shut exciting. Up. Hey, Phil, to make shut up, up for NPR being not hey, exciting. Hey, Phil, shut up. No, it's just NPR is very hey, boring. Phil, shut up. That's not only it's the stereotype; not boring, it's true. It's intellectually and all of them have very weird names. That's me, okay. Me, I'm Michelle not is not a name. Michelle, that's a name. It's just, it's a different accent. It's all, you know what? Why don't the, we, the reporter we have, his name is Harold. He is great. He did this piece. It was a co-production. It's a, it's a new thing we're trying out in 2012. That's great. Right. I feel that bored just good. hearing about it. Yeah. Oh, it'll be kind of exciting. Okay. Can we, can we, let's, let's move on so I can kill Phil. Okay. All right. Well, on with the show. Yeah. We now return to LeBron James's press conference following his recent win. It's a different atmosphere this year. Way quieter. No lights, no flashes, no flashes of light, just basketball. I'll answer everyone's questions, just nobody raise these voice. Hey, everybody, I have a question for you. What did I just say? Don't raise your voices, all right? It is calm, it is quiet, it is placid. It is calmer now, you know? We're more relaxed as a group, even tempered. No doubt, we the calmest team in the association. 
Nobody, not the Mavericks, not the Lakers, not no one more tranquil than what we got down in South Beach. And now it's time for another Weird Sports Time! Weird Sports. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm told that this is a particularly weird sport. This is, well, this is a sport that a lot of people have said, hey, you're doing weird sports, you have to do this weird sport. And I've been putting it off because I am not a populist. Uh, I am a yep. niche dude. But now we're going to do it, all right? This week's weird sport, Muggle Quidditch. Oh, God. What's, yep. What, Muggle? Yep, Muggle Quidditch. It's on now. Joel, I could tell by the disappointed look in his face, immediately understands. Uh, Jordan still looks confused, which I means am. you're cooler than Joel. This is a weird, <laughs> this is a weird, this sound, it, see, it sounds weird. It is weird. You know Quidditch. Quidditch is the sport they play in Harry Potter. Oh, well, that's not a sport. Right. Well, yes, it let's is, use the it's term a sport, sport extremely at, at loosely. Hogwarts. Yeah. Because, uh, okay, in that sport, a bunch of uh, children fly around on brooms. Now, now wait a second. Yeah. Now, that, that qualifies as weird. Yes. Undoubtedly. However, all the weird sports we've done to date are real, like as in people play them. Right. They're actual competitive uh, Muggle sports. in the Harry Potter universe is another way of saying non-magical human. That sounds like a slur, muggle. It kind of is. Well, they they use mudblood as the slur. Oh, my God. Uh, mudblood is what they call Kids non- watch these movies? Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's what using, I thought the first time I heard that. Like, that sounds like harsh. That? Doesn't it sound harsh? But anyways, enough nerding out about Harry Potter knowledge, <laughs> which I clearly have already shown myself. But uh, muggle Quidditch is starting to take off on college campuses, which is just taken from the movie, and then they decided to make an intramural sport. Out of this magical thing from a nerd movie. I, I Now I'm less enthused. So basically, lame college kids are playing a lame fake sport that they have to modify to make it playable. There were so many IM sports at college. There yeah. was all sorts of completely retarded stuff already available yeah. for you to play at college. And they had to come up with one more... Even dumber. Well, let's not write it off yet. Maybe if you hear the rules, then okay. this will be all something. Right, we'll all grab our broomsticks and go, right? I've got my broomstick ready in case you guys are down. Okay, so I've already told you a little bit about it, but I'm just going to give you the quick rundown of how it's played, right? So the okay. whole idea of Quidditch is that there's, uh, in the in the movie, there's chasers, keepers, beaters, and seekers, okay? Yeah. The chasers are the people who are passing around the quaffle, which is the ball, right? They pass around the quaffle, trying to throw it through the rings at the end, which is like the end zone. So they're trying to throw it through the rings. The keepers are like the goaltenders in soccer. They're trying to stop it from it. The beaters are the ones that are taking bats and trying to uh, block uh, the other team's players. For They're like the defensive players. Goons. Are they like goons in right. hockey? They're, they're kind of like goons. They're enforcers. You okay. Know? And then the seekers are playing a completely different game altogether. They release something called a golden snitch, and if you go and you catch the golden snitch, then the game immediately ends, and you get enough points that no matter how many things you throw at the ring, you pretty much win, right? Yeah. So, Joel, did I get this about right? You got this about right. There's a whole bunch of things that happen that are completely irrelevant, and then there's one little tiny ball flying around that right. matters. I mean, I read the first Harry Potter book when I was still young enough where I shouldn't have been as concerned about that as I was when I was like, this sport makes no sense. No sense. But still... Well, now, luckily, we took this completely nonsensical sport, playing it on land now. Yeah. One thing that I especially hate starting off with this, still have brooms between your legs. What? No reason. 
They're just no carrying reason around for it. They, they have to around. be between your legs? It has to be between your legs, yeah. Has I think be. that says something about the people that are playing this sport. Yeah, they don't care. As they to what nutty. they have between their legs. <laughs> right, totally. That's that's it. That's all they've got between their legs, a broom. <laughs> but um, so the goals, uh, because naturally we can't have it be 100 yards in the air and actually flying around, the goals are just PVC pipe and hula hoops at the end of a... Are you guys getting sad yet? Yeah, I'm this sounds like Polish horseshoes. Sadder and sadder, <laughs> like every single... I, I'm curious to go see it. Actually, uh, uh, I've heard of some people playing. I've never gone to see it, but now I really want to because it sounds like I'm just going to like cry, like I'm watching yeah. the end of a Lifetime movie. Like, oh, these poor people play a real sport. Um, the, uh, the quaffle, because it's something that has to be like big that you can barely hold on to, a partially deflated volleyball. What? <laughs> yep. Does it have to be partially deflated? That's, well, you have to grab it with one hand easily. And a lot of women play Quidditch. Not to say... I'm just it, saying it, women have co-ed? smaller men. Well, it was in the movie, too, yeah. That's not It's like 50-50. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Any, any, this is not even... It can be weird. Yeah. It can be fake. Right. Any sport that is played predominantly co-ed... Like not almost like entirely, it's not a sport. That's no, not a sport. Well, Jordan, this isn't one of your writers' rooms and your comedy <laughs> writers' rooms that you work in in Los Angeles, where it's all white males between the ages of twenty-two and thirty-five, right? We got that shit on lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's this, not that he does. He's not that he's saying that women can't play. He's saying right. that women should play with women and men should play with men because the differences in physicality make sports not competitive. Oh, so when they, they should play in separated. like a separate but equal league? Is what you're saying, huh? Yeah. Maybe there should be water fountains that should well, say women only and men only. Softball. Softball is a sport. You, you right. can play. Men play it. Women play it. Okay. Right. However, and there are co-ed leagues. Yeah. However, if the sport in and of itself only is co-ed, yeah. I, I, question, I question the veracity of Not the really sport. sport. Oh, perhaps you haven't seen a little movie called Juana Man. <laughs> Juana Man is about how men and women can coexist in sports. I, I don't doubt they can coexist. This would right. be the movie where an NBA player at the end of his career decides to dress in drag and play in the WNBA. Right. Oh, and the he new gets so NBC sitcom. Yeah. Work right. it. Do you know that 50% of all movies named Juana Man end in sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> made no sense. Well, in this one, I've got I've to actually get to the rules now. It's rules time, all right? Okay, yeah. So in the other one... They release the snitch. Harry Potter goes to Jason the snitch. The other guys play a game that doesn't matter, and then Harry Potter catches the snitch and wins, right? Generally? Yeah. Well, in this one, they want to make He's it good fair. at it? Oh, yeah. He's the star. Go figure. It's a, it's like a the B line <laughs> of the movie, right? Like I don't like this. He's, he's fighting a wizard, and then also he's like a Quidditch star. Because everyone loves Harry Potter. Right, and he's like the most popular kid in school and blah, 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 blah. But any hoozle. Which, that's the least realistic thing about this book. He's the most popular kid in school. He's apparently the best athlete in school because he's great at Quidditch. And he's like a super nice guy that everybody gets along with. No. No. Yeah. No chance. No way. In, in reality, folks, guess what? Harry Potter is a total jerk. He bangs Hermione and then lies to everyone about it. All right? Think about it. That's how, that's how Harry Potter in real life goes. Oh, down. I do think about it. I think about it a lot. A lot, way too much. So these college kids have brooms between their legs. Yeah, yeah, they've got brooms legs. between their legs. So the whole point is that the 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 people who are the beaters and the chasers are trying to score the goals against the keepers and the hula hoops, right? Okay. And I forget the point total exactly, but let's say it's like one point or whatever every time they throw it in. 
Because it didn't say on the Wikipedia entry, and I don't remember. So, <laughs> so it's like one point every time they throw it in. Meanwhile, somebody who is dressed, who is not playing the game, he essentially functions as the ball, is playing the role of the golden snitch. A human being. Dressed in all gold. They made a special point of this on the Wikipedia entry. Sometimes wearing wings. I cannot. I, I wish I could roll my eyes audibly. No, this is... <laughs> This is kind of like the mascot of a sport being like, well, now you're the ball. Go play. <laughs> well, that's weird. Oh. Right. But what I love about this is the idea that this guy's dressed in all gold, right? It could be a woman. Dressed in all gold, wearing wings. They say when they play it on college campuses, they can go anywhere on the college campus. Is fair game. And the chasers have to go after him. So, like, they could literally walk, run, like, a mile away from where the game's being played, just uh, somebody in wings dressed all gold being like, I'm the snitch, you can't catch me. And if they catch him, they get on their cell phone, call their loser friends right, who is still have brooms between their legs, <laughs> yeah. game over. But I have a f- the, but the, the people who are actually, the seekers also have to have the brooms between their legs. Uh. So they're running around campus with a broom between their legs going, I'm looking for the golden snitch. No, the golden snitch. Does he have a broom be- beneath his legs? I doubt it, no. I don't know. All just right, a ball. Guys, I'm willing to... um. I'm willing to paint myself gold for this, but I think we should go to UCLA. Mm-hmm. We should set one of these guy games up. You guys will be the two seekers. Okay. I will play the golden snitch. Okay. And we will go drink beer <laughs> and watch football or basketball or something for an entire day. <laughs> well, they and just keep leave endlessly all playing. of these morons with their broomsticks running around a field. And then just call him three hours later and just be like, yeah, I got it. You think I, we're going to stop after three hours, Phil? <laughs> this Eight, is the ten. We are going to test how long they're willing to play their retarded little sport. I've got an idea, Joel. How about instead we just drink beer all day? Forget about you dressing in gold uh, and going to a campus. No, we. I want, some, I want some outward hostility toward this <laughs> yeah, sport. The, I'm the not satisfied just calling it weird. You want to stick yeah. it to them. Well, just to give you a little background, well, and then and then if you catch the golden smith, you get like what twenty points or something. So they're never going to get as. Many. I think it's more. I think it's like fifteen times as much as if you put a ball through a hoop. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, if you catch the snitch, you win. Yes. It's a stupid sport. I'm sorry for all of you Muggle Quidditch players out there, but I even if I watched it, I don't think I would be turned over. But let me the give only you a little thing background. more pathetic than people playing Muggle Quidditch would be Muggle Quidditch spectators. Oh man. Yeah. You want to talk about some mudbloods. Right. <laughs> a bunch of mudbloods wow. in that audience. No, Jordan. Jordan. Sorry. Wow. I know. You know what? That's, wow. That pushed me over the edge. I'm afraid yeah, I'm going to have that's... to close out this segment. That was another weird sport. <laughs> we now return to the Miami Heat Press Conference. Hey, whoa, 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 you, y'all's at like a 12 and I need you at like a four, okay? I can't emphasize how night and day it is, except now it's like night. No, it's like silent night. This season, we are the most untroubled, unruffled group in the NBA. We're saying bring it. Bring what you think is calm and quiet, because we got that in spades. Noise reduction spades. All right, well, this is super exciting. Yeah. Uh, our first interview of the new year. Today we have a sports medicine expert, Dr. Otto von Machtbuchen. Machtbuch. 
Please, call me Otto. Hey, yeah, good to see you, Bookie. We understand that you're here today with the discovery of a new genetic disorder. Whoa. Ah, yes. It was a very interesting discovery. I first came to America to do my postgraduate work on American athletics at the University of Minnesota. I began attending games for the basketball team and noticed a very peculiar and something very distinct about the entire thing. Oh, this is cool because this is one of the cool things about college basketball is Minnesota, they have a raised floor at Williams Arena. What? How does that work? It's actually above the ground by th- like three feet. What is this? Oh, the floor is high. Oh, I remember that. Oh, no. No, this is not what I was referring to. I was referring to how all of the white players were bad. Very bad. In fact, I was able to accurately track a direct correlation between the number of white players on the team and the number of losses the team would have that year. I'm going to cut you off there. Uh, that's I'm not a basketball fan, and that's not new. Ah, but you see, you have grown up in America. In Germany, the white players are actually quite good. Well, they're all white players, but there are some good white players from Germany. I believe you've heard of Dirk Nowinski. Right, Dallas yes. Mavericks center. I've heard of him. It also is amazing that I noticed that the white players who were good, and there were a few of them, were all these very small players. The, the guards, if you will. The tall players who were white were especially bad. It's like a John Stockton type, maybe. John Stockton, quite good. Okay, so, but where does that lead us? What does that mean? Yes, so I began investigating the studies of the players on the team for the university. I did complete physicals for each player and found something quite interesting. Many of the white players who were tall had no nerve endings in their hands. Wait. Seriously? That can't be true. Oh, yes. It's quite true. These poor men had been trying to play the basketball without any feeling in their hands. They were flailing around with them like so many meat hooks. Wow, so like they were literally had stone hands. Yes, it was so sad. I've named it Sean Bradley Syndrome. Jeepers. So this is like, this is a real thing. Jeepers? Very real, Air Palmerville. It was also amazing to me how the disease was localized. While it is not exclusive to white players, as Kwame Brown would indicate, or even American players, as Darko Milicek demonstrates, the disease strikes white people, male and female, who are taller than 6'6 and born in the Upper West, Midwest, or Canada. This, with- I- this is really amazing, but is there a cure? Ah, I am working on developing a treatment, but it's very hard to say at this point. In the meantime, I would like to ask the people of America to please get your children checked very early on. Particularly if you are white and they are quite tall and if they drop things at an early age, this is an early indicator of Sean Bradley disease. It's the dropping of things. If they have poor manual dexterity, I guess, with their hands. Yes, absolutely. Often an indicator because they cannot feel anything. I got a question. Babies all have poor dexterity with their hands, right? So if you check early, it's just because they're a baby. Well, perhaps not as a baby, but once they reach edges, I don't know, three, four, start throwing balls at them. Just throw balls at them? I think yes. that's a, that might be legal in Germany, but that's not legal in America. Where'd you grow up, Phil? Every time I turn on the TV and see the Brian Scalabrini out there trying to get around with the able-bodied men, it is, it is so sad. So, so is this conclusive evidence, what you're telling me, that white players historically... Does this explain? Let me trip. So, is this conclusive evidence to explain why white players historically have tended to be less talented than, like, not white players? 
Uh, this is very possible. In my research, I, I did also notice a few things that were also true. Namely that uh, the white players were much slower, could not shoot as accurately, and their vertical leap was embarrassingly low. So there's that. Yeah, that's... It's not, Jeez, that's a bummer. Yeah, some of that's news. Some of it isn't. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> I'm depressed. Yeah. I, what can I say? This is what I've discovered. But it is a very serious problem. Many, many tall white men are walking around with absolutely no feeling in their hands. Wow. What do you expect, though? You bring a German on the program, it's going to get depressing, right? I think the, the bigger, before the fight breaks out in the studio, I think it's important to mention that the, the biggest thing is try to get it diagnosed early. Yes, this is absolutely yeah. true. Because while is there isn't important. a cure yet, you know, if they find out early on, maybe there's some therapies, I, I'm sure, that can there's, be done. There are things that we can do, but it... What, to grow nerve endings in your fingers? If you don't have nerve endings in your fingers, what are no, you... No, there are treatments to develop ways to deal with not having nerve endings. Oh, like uh, primal there... screams, therapy. Exactly. There are so it many... sounds like you're being a bit of a smartass. I'm being guess, a smartass so. because if you don't have nerve endings in your fingers, that's it. You're done. We're don't play doctor. basketball. Phil, this is a doctor. No. I know, but don't play basketball is what there I'm saying. There are other aspects of your life that will be affected by the son Rebley's disease. Uh, are you talking about sexual things? Yes, the lovemaking is seriously hindered by the lack of feeling in your hands. Oh, I can imagine. What do you what do you grab the nipples I with? Remember, people would probably bruise their Oh yeah. The, the, when they're grabbing them, they might not know how hard to grab right, them. Right, it's kind of like Lenny from of Mice and Men who's like, "I didn't mean to kill the breasts, George." Are you making light of this? No, I'm not. Well, yeah, I am. I am. I'm totally making light of it because Re- I come really- on your show for a very serious discussion. Oh, Maki, come on. You know I like to play around. Oh, that's there what you go. There we go, Maki. He's a kidder. He's a kidder. Yeah. He is quite the kidder. Yeah. And you're you know quite what we called Nazi. the kidders in 1940? Uh, All right. Hey, thank you so much for coming on, Dr. Otto von Machtbuchen. Yeah. Machtbuchen. Machtbuchen. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. Like it's- I said, call me Otto, Herr Palmerville. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Maki. Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Now return to LeBron James's press conference. LeBron James, is that even a thing? Is that even a thing? I don't even know if that's a thing. What is whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, guys. Man, it's like I got earbuds in right now. This shit is nuts. All right? It's about confidence and quietness. Shit's still and peaceful in this locker room. We're hushed and muffled, practically inaudible. Folks better recognize and respect how faint and muted this group is. The following is a co-production between the Sports 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 Podcast and National Public Radio. Hello and welcome to The Story 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 on the Sports 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 Podcast. Today we're following a local gym enthusiast through his adversity and triumphs. Okay, so we're at your gym now. Yeah, we're here. Oh crap, I forgot my gym card. One second. Oh Jesus, puts a wrench in my whole day. Todd McLeanert is a Los Angeles resident and member of Golden Fitness Gyms. However, at the location he frequents, he's known by other names. Total Creeper. Oh, perv. Oh, oh, he's he's a perv for sure. I watched Real Sex on HBO during a recent hotel stay. He is a perv. Weird guy, weirdo, weird wad. Sometimes I call him Weird John. I don't think John's his name. Do you think it's because you don't understand I that... I hate him. After a half hour waiting, 
Todd returns. Okay, okay, I got my gym card and... And your guest pass. Oh man, let's go inside. Since it's so unique, I was wondering if you could please describe what you're wearing. Well, I mean, it's just my everyday workout clothes. Brown loafers, tube socks, jeans, suspenders, and this athletic top. It looks like a wife beater. It is a wife beater. Now, take me through your time at the gym. Yeah, first I walk around and scan the floor, looking at the the women that are working out. I give them all pet names to remember them, uh, like uh, Ponytail Girl, and, and Tight Pants Girl, and Booby Girl. Oh, Tight Pants Sweaty Girl's here today. She's my favorite. So tell us what we're doing now. Tight Pants Sweaty Girl is doing crunches. So I'm going to sit down at the shoulder press since it has the best view. Let's put it on a low weight setting. So we can make it less about working my shoulders, and more about leering at her. Todd begins to do shoulder presses, but turns to the side of the machine. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a good day. It's gonna kinda rub myself against the seat here on the shoulder press. It looks like you're humping it. No way! New Year's resolution chubby girl is gonna use the Stairmaster! We're gonna have to switch our humping machine. Todd gets up and sits at an inclined chest press, behind a Stairmaster staring at the backside of a heavier set woman. This one's trickier, cause while the view is great, there's less machine to hump. Afterwards, I spoke with the woman on the Stairmaster, Donna Johnson. I like the attention. I know some girls here think Todd's a lowlife, but he makes me feel beautiful. One time he grabbed a sweaty towel for me and put it right on his face, and said... Smelling your workout towel is giving me blue balls! Yeah, that's probably my best line. However, some of the gym staff are baffled by his conditioning choices. Don Spaulding, personal trainer. Todd's in here six days a week. Great dedication. But question is exercise plan. Low intensity workouts, staying in the same machines for a really long time. I keep telling him to hit the free weight section. Yeah. Why would I do that? Just a bunch of muscly dudes over there. I'm a family values guy. Oh, shit, yes. Sweaty pregnant lady is stretching. Todd, 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 hold, hold up. Come on, there's a great drinking fountain by the stretching mats. Perfect height. It gets hot and cold on the side I grind up against. It's the real deal. Of course, Todd's time at the Golden Gym was coming to a close. Shortly after he began thrusting against his favorite drinking fountain, on the good side, he was asked to leave. Oh, damn it, Todd! Hey, hands off me, jerk! Okay, 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 okay. I'll go. Can I just get a drink? Yep, fine. Uh, hey, uh, no, no, stop that! Cut it out! Yeah, uh, no, Har Harold Jennings, General Manager, Golden Gym, Los Angeles. And why was Todd forcibly removed and his membership revoked? Yeah, we've given Todd all sorts of warnings, but people pay for a gym experience without creepy oogling. Uh, guys like him are the reason why we have to jack up initiation fees so high. But Todd is determined to not let his latest gym banishment stop him from his hobby horse. I'm back to doing my whole routine just at the park now. Ugh, station three. Chin-ups, the worst, right?
Nearby, a group of moms with young children socialize at a picnic table. Trisha Peterson. Oh, the guy in the wife beater and the loafers, Todd? Oh, I love him. Since he started coming to the park, the pedophile and the rusty bicycle stopped showing up. They're very territorial. When Todd's here, the kids are safer. But you were saying you had another reason to thank him? Yeah, I just had another one. Little Scotty here. and Having Todd watch me breastfeed and hump a park bench in the distance helped me get through some of the rough postpartum depression. It made me feel desirable. Bless his soul. Todd, of course, doesn't need these accolades. Just some nice scenery and a stationary object to vigorously rub up on. This is Harold Hammerson for the Story, Story, Story on Sports, Sports, Sports. We now return to the Miami Heat press conference. You guys are going to wake up Pat Riley, okay? Take it easy. Am I I taking this too far? I can't take this far enough. We are a soundless, noiseless, indistinct whisper of a team. We're in this to win as many serene championships we can in a placid manner. All right, I'm out of here, but whoever left the thesaurus at my locker, I don't care. I'm I'm, uh, retaining possession of it. Oh shit, I'm gonna get fucked up tonight and smack some bitches. Oh hell yeah, gonna be some raping going on tonight. Whoa, buddy. That's a real tone deaf thing to say with all that Penn State stuff this year. Uh, sorry, I meant rapping going on tonight. <laughs> Hip hop. Not getting a good education, that wouldn't learn me to correct pronunciations and such. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, settle down, fellas, quiet. You are the 2011 national champions. Roll Tide! Roll Tide! Now, McCarran, you were the offensive MVP in Upshaw. You were the defensive MVP, but it's time to give away the game ball. Yeah! yeah. Woo. Give me that Woo. game ball, And it's going to the man who accounted for over 70% of our scoring. I don't remember doing that. I was told that there would be no math at any point in my entire time at Alabama. Okay, going to try again. He was our only conference academic All-American. Coach, in your heart of hearts, you know that was a terrible hint. Ha, yeah, you're right. Okay, the national championship game ball goes to number 90. Did he say 90 or 19? Did he say number 19? Number 90 or 19? Again, with all of the math going on. I was told there would be no math. It's Jeremy Shelley. Now, hold on, Bob. Jeremy can be a boy's name or a girl's name. No, the so- kicker. He's our kicker. Jeremy Shelley, our kicker. Now, get up here, oh. Jeremy. Wow, thanks, coach. You know, this really belongs to the team. Oh, we work extra hard. Look at this guy up there. Well, you're giving the game ball to a kicker? What the fuck, coach? I want to share it with all of you because without teamwork, stop talking. Boo! 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 I'm just saying, I mean, it's a very good game. Boo! It's going to be a little sore. You know, you have to make sure to kick it with Boo! the inside of your foot or you'll break a toe. What's it like knowing stuff? 
All right, everyone. That's the end of another sports 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 podcast. But before we go, just want to give you our contact information. Yes, it's this, uh, to email us sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. If you want to get us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash sports, sports, sports podcast. Or search. Or search. Just search. It's easier. We live in a Google world, and I'm a Google girl. Uh, If you want to get us on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash sports three podcast, because they have a limit on the length there. Every time you, you, you list all those, I wonder if you're starting to regret the name. No. God, no. It's the best name ever, except that when you search for us on iTunes, you can't find us. Which, also, if you want to find us on iTunes, just go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. That's probably the easiest way to go, You can see all of yeah. our things. There's also a button that'll link us to Yeah, iTunes. and you can subscribe to our iTunes thing on the Comedy website. You can, there's a link to it, yeah. yeah, yeah there's right. a link to it, so it works. You can also rate us. Because, yeah, it's very hard to find otherwise. <laughs> if you search Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, it'll show every sports podcast in the of course, world. If, if you're Most w- of those suck, by the way. Right, yeah. especially the ones by a certain company with four letters in their name. The Worldwide leader all right folks let's go see ya bye lights up for more funny stuff for your eyes and ears go to comedypodcastnetwork.com